Hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Healing, where we are here to educate, motivate, and inspire you how to identify and recover from toxic, abusive relationships, how to heal, take back your power, and rebuild your sense of self with authority, boldness, and energy. Who am I? I am your host, Michelle Boyd, certified life coach, women's empowerment strategist, and CEO of Heaven Sent Life Coaching, LLC. You may find me on my website at IamMichelleBoyd.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-B-O-Y-D. Are you struggling with brokenness? Baby, let me help you fix your crown. Ready? Let's go. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of the Let's Talk Healing Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Boyd. Thank you for tuning in. I pray all is well with you on tonight. And tonight we are continuing with the Mindset Series and How to Heal. Tonight's topic, this is where I draw the line. We are going to discuss boundaries, establishing boundaries, and the benefit of them. In order to establish boundaries, you have to understand what you stand for. For those who don't know, boundaries are, they're also known as non-negotiables. You may have heard this in a conversation somewhere. It's the same thing. Boundaries, non-negotiables, what you will and will not tolerate. You have, you may have ever never thought about it, but you have set some boundaries somewhere. You know, think about what you look for in a friend, what you want to do. Those are boundaries. Boundaries protect your peace, they protect your mind, they protect your spirit. Boundaries allow you to have the power over yourself and your world. But toxic relationships strip you of your identity, your power, and your dignity. Without boundaries, people and situations will suck the life out of you. In incorporating and establishing these boundaries, they facilitate changing your paradigm. Now think back to the paradigm. If you didn't catch that episode, Go ahead and uh, look back or go back and listen to the paradigm and what a paradigm is. But I'll briefly explain, you know, a paradigm is a set of beliefs, standards that is formulated from your behavioral, which is, um, you know, external factors, information processing, how you receive um, information or situations, your cognitive psychology, your level of intelligence and situated learning, which is basically your life experiences. You know, like all those things incorporated contribute to how we, how we think, how we look at life, how we receive and perceive uh, situations, conversations, and interactions with people. So there's also that paradigm shift, a changing of your thinking. Your paradigm is your mindset. So that's briefly what what a paradigm is and a paradigm shift. Uh, most people have principles that they hold dear and sweet to their heart. These are principles that uh, they're also known as core values. Now, these principles are the foundation of your beliefs, your values, how your decisions are made, and how we allow or not allow people to be in our lives. So when we establish these core values, it helps us to determine and establish what our boundaries are. 
if you have, if one of your core values is honesty and you meet someone who is not honest, then you will start to distance yourself or just not even interact with that person. And establishing um, your core values, it empowers you to protect your peace. It gives you authority over your life. Now, what is authority? Authority is the power or the right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. So you have the power within yourself to take back your power because what happens when you're in a toxic relationship, a toxic or abusive relationship, um, it dis- disorients your reality and it disorient and it alters your decision-making process because you're, you're unclear on what you stand for and what you don't stand for. But going back to the paradigm, you know, it's one of the components um, are situated learning, you know, life experiences and how it contributes to how we think and how we process information. Abusive relationships have a, a residual effect similar to that of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, how is that similar? You know, the initial breaking down of an individual takes place in the mind. A lot of people don't understand that. It's like, how could you continue to be with someone who is laying hands on you in a bad way? It's because they have control of your mind. And it's it's a gradual process. It doesn't happen, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. It's gradual. So I'm going to explain the types of domestic violence. There's physical, which most people know about, but there's also financial, sexual, and emotional. As I mentioned before, you know, the initial breaking down of an, of an individual takes place in the mind. This is where that emotion, this is the initial part of, of domestic abuse and domestic violence. You know, abuse starts emotionally. In my research, I came across that I had heard of this term before, but I never looked into it. But in my research, I came across the term gaslighting. And it says, gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which the abuser attempts to sow self-doubt and confusion in their victim's mind. Typically, gaslighters are seeking to gain power and control over the other person by distorting reality and forcing them to question their own judgment and intuition, question their sanity and perception of reality. This is a special type of individual. Um, How can you tell if someone is gaslighting you? They blatantly tell lies. They deny they ever said something, even even if you have proof about it. They wear you down over time. Have you ever been around someone and they just drain you. They, they just suck the life out of you and you just feel exhausted after interacting with them. That's one of the things that these, that's what happens when you're gaslighted. They wear you down over time. What they do does not align with what they say. They throw positive reinforcement in reinforcement to confuse you because that's how they operate. They operate in confusion. They know that confusion weakens people and they project. They project whatever type of um, negativity. They project guilt. They project shame to make you think that you are the cause, that you are the problem. 
they try to align people against you. They start formulating lies or they elaborate on something or fabricate, not elaborate, but fabricate something about you to others. They they tell other people that you are crazy. They tell you that everyone else is a liar. So they're very manipulative because that's their motive, to manipulate your mind, to get control over you, to do whatever they want to do to you without any type of re- repercussions. You know, people experiencing gaslighting, they often often feel confused, they feel anxious, and they're unable to trust themselves because they're, you know, now what they have known as their reality has now been altered. And this is what emotional abuse looks like. Once they have your mind, they feel they can control you, they can do whatever they want to, to you without any consequences. It's like, what are you going to do? Okay, yeah, I did it. So now what? If any of these following phrases sound familiar, you, beautiful soul, have been gaslighted. Stop being so sensitive. That never happened. Your mind seems to be off. You need help. Why can't you take a joke? Why are you always so angry? Why can't you let go of the past? Stop exaggerating. It wasn't that bad. I don't actually think that is what is, I don't actually think that's what you're feeling. It's all in your head. Beautiful souls, your feelings are valid. You are valid. And that's why establishing core values are important. They help you to discover boundaries. Know that you are worthy. Know that you are deserving. Take back your power and don't allow anyone to devalue who you are. The National Domestic Violence Hotline explains, and I quote, gaslighting takes place gradually and abusive partners' actions may appear harmless at first. But over time, amid the confusion, hurt, isolation, and anxiety created by the ongoing abuse, the victim can eventually, quote, lose all sense of what is actually happening. Remember, I was talking about losing your sense, losing yourself, regaining your sense of self. This is this is what they do when they gaslight you. Um, psychoanalysis, Dr. Robin Robin Stern offers these suggestions in order to identify the signs of gaslighting. You're constantly, if you are constantly guessing yourself, if you're asking yourself, am I being too sensitive? Um, You're often feeling confused and even crazy. Um, You're apologizing to your partner for anything you may have said. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, it was my fault. I was having a bad day. Anything like that, you're being gaslighted. You can't understand why you aren't happier, despite there are so many, quote, apparently good things happening in your life. You often make excuses for your partner's behavior to your family and friends. That's that isolation. You withhold information from your family and friends, so you won't have, won't have to explain or make excuses for your partner's behavior. You know something is terribly wrong, but can't express what it is, even to yourself. You, you begin lying to avoid the put-downs and reality twists from your partner. Remember, they are very manipulative. You're aware that you used to be a very different person, more confident, more fun-loving, more relaxed. You're feeling hopeless and joyless. 
You feel as if you can't do anything right. You question whether you are a good enough person. Beautiful souls, you are good enough. You are deserving. You are worthy. If your gut is letting you know something, your instincts are telling you something's not, something ain't right, guess what? It ain't. If nine out of ten things are lining up, but that one thing is not lining up with that person in that relationship, and this can be in a, in a relationship, it could be with your family, it could be with your coworkers. If something just ain't right, it's not. Trust your gut. We'll return with the next steps after this break. And welcome back. And we are talking about, this is where I draw the line, establishing boundaries, recognizing what our core values are. In my research, I discovered solutions to gaslighting. So think back um, to the previous segment about gaslighting and recognizing the signs of. So if you have a trusted circle, who validate your reality. It only takes one person. My circle is tight, but it's right. Everyone that's connected to me, I know they have a distinct role in uh, Team Michelle, and I appreciate them all. But getting back to this, um, keep proof of your incidents. You can journal. You can, uh, some people aren't so much of a writer. Some people, you can do a voice-recorded memo. Take you know, pictures. Send yourself emails or send them to your family and friends. Keep a log of every incident just in case you may need it for legal action. Devise a safety plan, a plan to remain safe while in that relationship or if, even if you are planning to leave so that you can stay away. This will help you deal with your emotions and let your family and friends know what you're dealing with. As mentioned before, they're manipulative. They isolate you from your family and friends. They want to get you away from people who can influence you, people who can protect you, people who can guide you. That is their motive, to isolate you, to get control of your mind so that they can do whatever they want to to you. Focus. Once you get away from that person, or even if you are still with that person, focus on yourself. Process what has happened. But don't stay there. Don't, don't stay in that state of, of confusion or depression or guilt or shame. Look, examine your feelings. I mentioned in another episode about the index card exercise where you take a, a deck of index cards and you write down your feelings on each index card and then place them on the floor. When you see what when you see how you're feeling, what emotions you're experiencing, it helps you to start your healing journey. If you're dealing with hurt, okay, deal with hurt. What do I need to do? If I need to deal, if you need to deal with anger, what were the contributing factors that got you to the state of anger? So self-care is very important. Focusing on self is very important. Self-awareness and self-love are important. Recognize your partner is or was manipulative, and now they're blaming you. They're trying to say that it's all your fault. They're trying to still trying to have control of your mind, 
trying to say it was your fault, trying to make you feel guilty, trying to make you feel ashamed in order for you to stay with them. They want you to believe that you were the cause and and an attempt to project that blame and guilt. Remember earlier I said they project. They say it's you, it's you, it's you, it's you. And and something should start to click in your mind and say something's not right. I'm not the problem. You'll have to learn to trust your instincts again. And this is going to take repetition. What does that what does that look like? That means that after your healing process or as you are healing, it's you have to trust your instincts to try to be in a relationship again. I would suggest, however, heal first. Start that healing journey. You don't want to take that baggage into another relationship. If you remember um, the last episode, which was what is your drive and how, um, what things motivate you, you don't want to carry that same energy from the past relationship into the next. That's where that paradigm shift has to, needs to take place. You'll have to learn to trust your instincts again. You'll have to start to believe in your own thoughts, your own decisions, and feel which was dismantled by this person who gaslighted you. They leave you in an emotional wreck, and you have to start place putting yourself back together again. You have to start putting your world back together. It is possible. The outro consists information in case you or someone you know who may be in an abusive relationship. If any of any of what I mentioned tonight sounds familiar give the national domestic violence hotline a call at 1-800-799-SAFE that's 1-800-799-7233 i offer these suggestions so that you can take back your power and control over your life so you can be the best version of yourself so you can be the best version to your loved ones trust and make sure that it's it that you've been gaslighted Or take some space away from the situation. Sometimes you have to step away from the person. If you want to tell them, hey, I just need a break. Even if it's just 24 hours, sometimes all you need is that break away from that person, away from that that energy that they're emitting, that negative energy that they're emitting. Just so you can clear your head and get a different mindset. If you need to, collect evidence. You know, uh, journals, pictures, any emails or texts they may have sent you. Keep those things because you never know if you may need those. Um, they may be able to stand up in a, in a court of law. Speak up about the behavior to your family and friends. Let them know what's going on. A lot of times family, family members and friends have no idea what you're experiencing. So when you speak out and let them know what's going on, I can guarantee that they will embrace you and help you. You know, the final suggestion I can give is seek professional support. There are people available to us now. We're living in the technological era. You may reach out to betterhelp.com. There are trained, licensed professionals who can guide you through this process and get you through your healing journey. Moving forward to your homework. Google core values. Find out what your core values are. 
make a list and then choose the top five. Those, those will be like the most important things to you. It could be five, it could be seven, but try to limit it to five. This will help you start to identify and be able to establish your boundaries. And ask yourself, have you been gaslighted? And if so, devise a plan, whether you're still in the relationship or you're planning to leave. These episodes are sequential. So if there's, if there's a gray area on something I may have spoken about, go back and listen to the previous episodes. Examine your paradigm. And do I need to modify it? What are the contributing factors to my paradigm? I'll say all this again so you can write it down. Google core values and list the top five. Ask yourself, have you been gaslighted? And if you have, devise a plan, whether you're still in it, in the relationship, or planning to leave. Examine your paradigm. Do you, need, do you need to modify it? Does it need to be changed a little bit? And what has contributed to your paradigm? What are the contributing factors? What are the life experiences you've had? What does your um, information processing look like? Are you snapping at people when they say the slightest thing to you? You may need to look at your paradigm. What is going on? Sometimes you may come across someone who just seems so angry. And usually there's some something going on with that individual, something going on, something going on maybe in their family with their thinking, uh, how they think, how they uh, receive information. That's the information processing portion of the paradigm. There's probably something going on. And there may need to be a modification. It may be a time, it may be time. For them to take some introspection, look at themselves and say, hey, you know, I noticed, I noticed I'm being very aggressive to people when I don't have to be. Beautiful souls, thank you again, again and again for tuning in. I appreciate you all. I love you all. I pray this has blessed you. I pray that you have started and are continuing on your healing journey. Please remember to subscribe so that you can catch when the next episode drops every second and fourth Saturday. Sometimes I may do an impromptu in between time. Um, if you'd like to message me, you may do so, or you may email me at Boyd at gmail.com, or you may connect with me on Instagram at Heaven Sent Life Coaching ATL. If you care to support the podcast, you may do so to cash app Let's talk healing. I speak peace and love over you. Be blessed, beautiful souls.